I'm Sarah Fry. Welcome to Pat and Pod. Today's episode takes place at the annual Governor STEM competition, a competition that challenges student teams to research, design, and present a project that can improve the lives of Pennsylvanians. Joining us today to discuss the competition is the advisor from Penridge High School, Miss Melissa O'Brien. Hi, Melissa. Hi. So, Melissa, for our audience members that might be unfamiliar with the competition, in your words, what's it like? So the Governor's STEM competition is where students from around the state can design a prototype that improves Pennsylvania in some way. So it's a way for them to give back to their community. Um, and they're also able to partner with a local business. So they get to make some connections there. And they have time to improve their prototype until they can create the best possible design. That was a really great summary there. <laughs> from your, um, you've been involved as an advisor for a few years. How has your perspectives about the competition maybe evolved? So I think it, it initially when we first um, got involved, I think we were just trying to find an idea that would work for our team. And it was cool the first time we got to go to states, we got to see how many different projects there were and saw what other schools were doing. So I think we were starting with a local problem. I think the first problem we wanted to tackle was looking at um, prosthetics for people who um, had had amputations. And so I think we were really focused on just trying to figure out how to do 3D printing in the first place, getting used to that. And then the more that we participated in the competition, I think we started realizing how important the partnerships were. So we were able to partner with um, a local engineering company in our district, and they really helped us get so much better with 3D printing. So we really were able to make more improved prosthetics, and it really helped us eventually branch off into drones. So I think we really improved even in what we were able to do with technology when we brought in those, those outside partnerships. Um, so I want to mm -hmm. circle back, and I, I should have included this in your introduction, but you're talking about some really awesome technology between 3D printing and drones. Is that your background? It's actually not really. Okay. I have a biology background um, primarily, but it's amazing. A lot of our students now take STEM courses um, in middle school, so they come in with a really strong background with 3D printing. So we were lucky that we had a few team members who felt confident with it and then wanted to just keep learning more. How has that learning experience been for you individually, not having that background and, and participating in this year after year with your students? It's been really cool. I feel like I know definitely more about it now than I did when I started. Um, we still really rely on our students, you know, obviously for the 3D printing, but it's been cool to see how they design um, their projects, the different programs they need to use. And it's also been great. We've been able to bring in um, some of our partners from the local um, business we work with. They're actually graduates from Penridge, so they know our high school. So it's been really cool to see them work with our students to just help them through the process. So it's kind of nice as an advisor, you don't have to know everything. You can lean on some of those other outside contacts that you have too. I really like that aspect of it, of, of kind of, um, you're getting some, uh, some new knowledge or skills along mm -hmm. with your students, but um, engaging them in ways that brings in other expertise um, and as you know, the community partnership is a, is a big factor of that competition. It's, it's neat to hear that maybe pulling in community partners that once were in those same school, yeah, right? The same, same classrooms. What has that um, relationship been like for your students, um, both with those uh, community members, but other community members that might not be alumni? It's been, it's been a really cool part of the competition for us. So the company we work with um, is called Exta and it's in Sellersville, so it's about seven minutes away from our high school. And they've been great. They've come in and helped us. Initially, they donated 3D printers, actually. We didn't have 
um, ones that we could use for our STEM team. And then over time, they actually came in and did some lessons for our students on how to do you know, soldering, how to, to work with 3D printers, and even how to fix um, any errors with printing. They would come in and actually show the students how to fix parts of the printer um, or get the prints just to be more consistent. So they really learned just a lot of skills from that interaction, but we've also partnered with um, just community members who maybe had a need that we could help them with. So one of our STEM coaches has a family member who lost part of a finger during um, just an automation accident that happened. So he came in and the kids got to just measure and, and fit him for a prosthetic finger. So I think they're just getting to learn about different people in the community. Um, and the uh, person we made the finger for also has a business, so they learn about that in the process. And I think just get even more comfortable talking about STEM to other people and sharing what they're doing. So um, you mentioned you know them getting to know different community partners and build, maybe building their confidence uh, with public right, speaking absolutely. or communicating. How else do you think that the competition has impacted not only the students that are on that team, but maybe your broader uh, student population in the school? I think one of the, the great things for the students who are on the team, um, like you mentioned, they definitely get more confident with presentation skills. And we definitely get to see that. We're lucky that a lot of our students will stick with us for four years. So from the time they're you know freshman to a senior, we've seen huge improvements in just their confidence level. But the other thing that I think is great um, that we were working on today was even the um, People's Choice Awards, where students get to go around and see different projects. I think it's great for them to see just how creative you know all of the students across Pennsylvania are. And one of my students even said to me today, it's just so cool to see how different schools like will interpret the challenge like to improve Pennsylvania in so many different ways. And just get, getting to see that creativity, um, you know, even at the, the high school level, they're doing amazing things. So one last question, I know this was unscripted, but you know, this uh, annual competition has been mm -hmm. happening for several years now with that broader theme of improving uh, the lives of Pennsylvanians. How, how do you build on that year after year? How do you take that in a new direction? It's, it's definitely challenging to think of something um, each year. We've been fortunate, um, we've done a couple projects where we've tried to improve it like each year because we we've had competitions where you know the first time we built a drone it really wasn't flying the way we wanted it to so um, we tried to continue with that so the second year we did it we totally kind of changed the design and really got it flying to the level we wanted and then we could also kind of use it even for a different purpose so this year we're doing pollinator drones we've done just kind of standard drones that could fly really to be used more for educational purposes. So now we're taking that and it kind of has that biology tie in trying to use it for pollination purposes. So um, I've just been impressed with how much the, the students have learned and how much they've changed their design. So we've been lucky we've had projects that I think we could grow and continue to improve. So we've tried to go in that direction. But um, it, it's, it's definitely challenging because there's so many things to address. So a lot of times I think the interests of the students kind of dictates what they ultimately decide to do. I, that is an interesting component that I, I don't think I've been exposed to a whole lot um, with my experience with the competition is that opportunity to, within that engineering design process, we think about that as a pro, you know, one year right. project, but your team has before done multiple years yeah. of iteration with either devices or technology. And I think that's something yeah. that maybe um, even folks in our audience that are aware of the competition might not you know, that may light yeah. the little brain light bulb to say, oh, we don't have to completely come up with a new idea every year. We right. could really dive into something that our students are fascinated with and, and continue to improve on that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think they enjoy that because they feel like they have the foundation in it. So they're excited to, to branch off and continue building to it. So 
um, it's been cool to see that. And even we did prosthetics our first year, um, and we had a decent working model, but I think the kids didn't have quite enough time to improve to the level they wanted. So we actually, last year, it had been several years since we looked at prosthetics. One of our STEM coaches actually lost um, parts of two fingers in an accident, so the kids made um, two prosthetic fingers. And just the difference was really amazing between the two. So they love having, I think, that chance to improve it and make it even better. That's, that sounds really rewarding for the students and also for you, right? To yes. just see progress in such a fun capacity yeah, across definitely. your students. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't want to keep you um, much longer, Melissa. I know you've got a whole busy day of competition here. I, thank you so much for sharing some of thank your you. expertise and maybe some ideas for other educators who have participated or haven't in the past. And I would say, if you are interested in getting involved with the Governor's STEM competition, there are links available in our show notes. If you are not an educator, maybe you're a parent member or a community member, you can also get involved. We love to have our community members and guests participate in the judging and the People's Choice Award. So check out that link. Before we leave today, I'd like to thank our producer, John Ragsdale, and to everyone in our audience, I hope you'll come back and meet me at Pat and Pod again soon. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.